0: Please start your archive recording stations if you encounter technical issues during the broadcast, please call the Georgia Tech studio hotline at 36-831-0821. Coming up on 30 seconds until airtime. Mark 30 seconds until airtime. Stations, your final time cue will be with 15 seconds until airtime. Mark 15 seconds until airtime. Once again, stations, if you encounter technical issues during the broadcast, please call the Georgia Tech studio hotline at 336-831-0821.
1: Monday night in Atlanta, and that means it's time to talk Yellow Jacket athletics in this week's edition of GT 60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT 60 is brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Drive sober or get pulled over. By Coca Cola. No matter what your favorite game day food, it'll pair perfectly with a Coke. Together, taste better. And by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Visit us at georgiapower.com slash community. Power on, Georgia. Now, to get things started, we head live to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra.
2: And we welcome you in on this Monday night and our season opening edition of GT60 with head coach Josh Pastner. Can't wait to break down what you saw last Sunday, 24 hours ago, at State Farm Arena's signature matchup with the non-conference schedule for your Yellow Jackets. Which saw Tech upend Kentucky by a final score of 79 to 62. First win by the Jackets over the Wildcats since 2000. They did it in resounding fashion with 62% shooting in the second half, 52% for the game, and certainly gets them in a better frame of mind heading into the ACC Big Ten Challenge matchup on Wednesday when they go to Lincoln, Nebraska, to take on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Again, if you have questions tonight on GT60 for Head Coach Josh Pastor, you are welcome to do so by calling in. We are live tonight, 866-477-7020. And if you're of the Twitter persuasion, you can always chime in, use the hashtag GT60. Without further ado, let's welcome in the man of the hour, fresh off that win over John Calipari and the Wildcats, Josh Pastor. Coach, I get to say welcome into the show. How are you?
3: Great to be back. Um, it just seems like yesterday we were finishing the year up at Clemson
2: prior to... No, it, it feels no. like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, there you it, go. Th- enough, Nothing has felt like just well, yesterday over the last eight months.
3: Well, Andy, you're looking at the glass as half empty. That's true. I'm looking at it as overflowing. Come on now, Andy. That's a know? great point. So, um, Look at the positivity. So, uh, um, so it's great to be back with you. A uh, lot to talk about and um, excited to be able to do that. Obviously, this is... I wouldn't have thought last March in our last post game show after we had the the great win um versus um Clemson to finish 5th in the ACC that we'd be sitting here doing our coaches show with um plexiglass and mask on. So um uh did not think um I would see that now. Miller over there actually looks better with the mask on. So um mm. uh, uh you're not the first <laughs> person who said that by the way. <laughs> But anyway, so let's get let's get to it. You uh, tell me, you, you want me to go? Um, I'm to go at it, or what do you want? Me, you want to? Yeah, floor
2: you, is yours. What what do you think about the, the the bounce back on Sunday versus Kentucky? Obviously, the the losses to Georgia State and Mercer, those are two good teams. But even that, I don't think you would have anticipated the types of performances that you saw. But in those eight days between the end of the Mercer game and Kentucky yesterday, what changed things? What what allowed you to come out and be that type of team that we saw yesterday?
3: Yeah. So a couple things, Andy. One is l- let me just start back to, you know, go back uh, to kind of how we got to this point. Um, <clears throat> so during the off season, um, you know, obviously when COVID kind of went into effect or when sports got shut down with the NC A tournament and the NBA being on pause, um, we, we you know we sent our kids home. Um, for spring semester and we didn't get them back until the summer we were allowed to start they were allowed to start doing voluntary lifting with our strength coach in late June okay um, nothing we, we weren't allowed to do anything with them at that time but they were allowed to at small groups small numbers like two in the at a time could do voluntary lifting nothing required but they could go and lift mid-july july 20th we, we were allowed to start doing individual skill instruction. We got cleared to do that on July the 20th with extreme restrictions, which understandably so. Um, we could only have uh, two guys at a basket um, with uh, uh, two balls and not, not exchanging balls, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you have the player A has player A ball, player B has player B ball. And um, and so uh, uh, we could only have one coach there to pass and uh, one manager there to rebound. Uh, we could have a total of 10 people in the gym at the, at the time period, which included – so we had two players on one basket, two players on another basket, a manager on each, a, a coach on each. Um, so that was four, six, eight. I was in the gym nine and our athletic trainer ten. Was always a lot in the gym. However, I was in the gym not to coach. I was in the gym to make sure the guys were exiting and entering the proper way to get in and out of the facility. Um, you know, making sure they were washing their hands and, and, and not loitering and hanging in the locker room. So I say all that to tell you that that was gone for six weeks. We played, we did that. So it was literally one on o or two-on-oh um, drills. And we did that for six weeks. Then... We've got to uh, um, uh, in the in the in the start of August, <clears throat> in the in the beginning of school, uh, we were not allowed to be cleared for contact, but we were able to do uh, larger groups of um, of workouts. So, like you know, having four at a time in one group. Make a long story short, that's kind of how it went, and. And, and, and at that time, when we started about to go do workouts for f- having f- more than five people at one time, the, um, the 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 rules were that if there was one positive test, you were going to get shut down for 14 days. It doesn't matter who, the, who or what you did, if you had a physical body-to-body contact with anything in practice. There was no, well, what happens if it's six feet, 15 minutes, if it's 12, nope, it just one, if you're positive and you've practiced in any time on that positive test, and 48 hours prior, you're shut down. So to avoid a 14 down, 14 day shutdown, I made the decision to say, okay, we're going to do all we can just to get to the games. That means we're not going to do contact practices. So the majority of all summer, we did none. The majority of the of the fall, I can count on my hand how many we did contact and then how many we did in November, uh, I could count on one hand, of contact practices. So, And, and we did that. I, I chose that decision with the understanding of that we're going to um, avoid a shutdown, a 14-day shutdown, which we did, Andy. We got to the games. During that time period, though, I thought to myself, hey, Look, um, we're an older team. Our guys know what I'm about defensively and how hard you have to play and ball movement, player movement, not giving the ball a headache, you know, not, not massaging the ball. The thing's got to be moving like a hot stove. I assumed we could keep that standard without doing any contact drills. During that time period when I was watching us do five on O or shooting, I said, man, we're shooting the ball really well our cards. Let's just space the floor and drive the ball, keep the floor spaced, those type of things, and and it'll work out well. And that's what, you know, based on my evaluation of us doing non-contact, that's what I thought. So we get to the games versus Georgia State and Mercer. And let me just first off and say this, Georgia State and coach, Georgia State and their coaching staff, Mercer and their coaching staff and their players or teams, they're very, very good. Georgia State's very good. Mercer is very good. Both teams are very well coached. Both teams have really good players, and both teams, they beat us. So, um, you know, they, they, they beat us fair and square. However, um, uh, I didn't put ourse- our guys in a chance to have a success, to, 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 to be successful against either team, just on the fact alone um, that we did no contact practicing. Because I was just trying to get to the games to avoid a shutdown. I thought getting to the games would be a win, more so than actually winning the game. Because, you know, with who's no, this is first time for everybody in a global pandemic. God forbid we had something else like this. I would, I would for sure next time, I would learn, I've learned my lesson. You want to have practice. Um, But, but I mean, Let's pray there's this is over sooner than later but I avoided the 14-day shutdown so we could get to the games understanding that we have an older team we'll just we'll figure it out and we'll we know what the standard is and how we need to play. I was wrong. I misevaluated on that. That's not on the players, that's on me. And so after those two games, I said, "Look, we've got a we, we got to practice because we were so bad defensively, we were bad transition defensively, we couldn't really run our Zone defense because you can't. Our zone defense is very complex. There's a lot of rules with it, and you can't do it. You can't do it if you're if you're um, not uh, practicing with contact and going full speed and going through the. You know, you got to take. You got to have loose ball drills, charge drills. You got to do all those things to be able to to get yourself ready to play. And we didn't do that because I wanted to avoid a 14 day shutdown. So Andy. Um, I said, you know, we ended up ordering this uh, that the ACC uh, is making all teams wear when they play in ACC play is Connexon technology, which actually then um, allows you that it's a it's a wearable technology that uh, tells you the distance and time you're within somebody when you're with six feet or within. And it and it and it beeps and gives you a, a color scheme so you can know if you're if you're in a warning area, you're getting close to six feet, or if you're within six feet. So I felt okay, we've got that now. And we practiced this week, full contact, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, four days, two a days. We were off Thursday, went twice on Friday, went twice on Saturday with a practice and a film session, and then played Sunday. I knew we'd be better on Sunday versus Kentucky. I didn't know if we'd win the game, but I knew we'd be better just on the fact alone. It was our first full week of practice that we practiced every day with contact since March, late February, early March. It's been eight months since we did that. Mm -hmm. Just on that fact alone, we were going to be better. And we used last week as a training camp, going two a days, doing the things that we needed to do um, uh, to be able to uh, um, get better at what we needed needed to get better. So, So that is why we ended up playing better last night compared to the two previous games, just on the fact alone of us practicing with contact.
2: All right, let's get into the nuts and bolts of the Kentucky game. We'll do so after the break. Yellow jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. Power on Georgia. Back for more GT60 after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
4: Today tastes like movie night. Okay, who's turn is it to choose? And everyone's favorite hit, right. oh my pizza my and Coke. Oh Today tastes like front row seats for all. <laughs> Cushions and popcorn, and counting the seconds. Pizza's here. Today tastes like a slice of the action. Hey, with the light. Like we belong here and now. <laughs> and it never tasted this good. Coca Cola. Together tastes better.
0: Long-lasting protection against COVID-19 is crucial to a safe living and work environment. That's why Georgia Tech Athletics has chosen CleanWell Services as their official disinfection partner. The trained technicians at CleanWell use a CDC and EPA-approved nanotechnology-based cleaner that sticks to surfaces for an industry-leading protection lasting beyond 30 days. Visit www.cleanwell.services or call 404-669-6178 to get started today.
1: BT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
5: come check out what everyone's been talking about. Grindhouse Killer Burgers was voted Atlanta's best burger by Creative Loafing for five years running, featuring beef, turkey, veggie, and the all-new Impossible Burger. Choose sides such as onion rings, award-winning chili, fresh salads, and indulge in our milkshakes, including our famous boozy shake. Visit our five locations throughout Metro Atlanta, which include dozens of local craft beers, wine, a full liquor bar, tons of patio seating, and TVs
6: playing sports and cult movie classics. Live fast, eat well. Grindhouse Killer Burgers. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799.
2: We welcome you back to GT60, the season opening edition with Head Coach Josh Pastor on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Phone lines are open at 866-477-7020. Thanks to all of you listening tonight statewide on the Georgia Tech Sports Network and also streaming on our behind-the-mic video stream on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets app. And, Coach, this is your uh, maiden voyage, uh, your cameo appearance here uh on the behind the mic video stream is is this so this is being live streamed right now it is being live streamed in the new georgia tech yellow jackets app we're on facebook live as well
3: i got my famous face shield on yeah. right now in fact a lot of people are commenting saying that um um that they were they were actually saying that they were kind of mad at coach calipari well one because they lost the game and obviously i would worked for coach calipari mm-hmm. at memphis and, and i love coach and he's a great coach and obviously he's one of the greatest ever to to, to do it and uh, but they were saying they're more mad than Kentucky losing the game. They're more mad that Kentucky lost to the opposing coach that looks like a welder, and um, uh, based on my face shield, mm-hmm. you know. So, hey, look, I mean, I'm, I'm a handyman. You know what I mean? So uh, a couple people asked me if I'm getting sponsorships on the, on the face shield. Uh, I've told them no. This is just this is just uh, from the stores. And they asked maybe you should start selling like uh, uh, sponsorship placements you put on the face shield or something, you know? So. Um, um uh, but i like the i don't a couple things with the mask uh one is i i feel like i'm cuz i you know i'm coaching in every i coach every possession i feel like i'm suffocating when i'm with the mask and i feel like i'd be taking it off too much so cuz you see a lot of these other coaches like i saw coach Cal watching the game he had taken it off a bunch mm-hmm. you know so i figured i'd just leave it on so at least i i don't feel claustrophobic or or like i'm suffocating with the mask when i'm coaching hard you know type deal so Uh, I do like the face shield. Um, It's been a it's been a you know go-to staple for me now.
2: We did call you Josh Pastor DDS on our first broadcast. You did okay. Yeah, yeah. You kind of look like you're going to be performing orthodontia here. Well, I've had I've had
3: I've had a couple people send me some things. These like these space uh, uh, suit deals. Like these new things that are coming out. Like, you can have this whole big bubble deal that you mm-hmm. put on your head. So I might try that one game. But the only problem is I don't know if they can hear me. I, there's, a, But there's, a, there's supposedly like a microphone they can, you know, so I don't know. We'll see how that goes.
2: You would definitely be a trailblazer <laughs> Yep, absolutely. if you were to bust that out. Uh, we noticed in the Kentucky game, and Kentucky every year under John Calipari, has among the longest teams in the nation this is no exception they are long you went small in your starting lineup by inserting bubba parham and for most of the game you went with three guards sometimes four guards why was that shorter lineup so much more effective against kentucky on the offensive end
3: well we were i just felt our speed our quickness our pace our ability to get to where we needed to get to um look Uh, what i what i was most what i was most um happy about um is was you know we we made some adjustments and i had used the word with you after the mercer game on that friday night that we needed to have course correction and um which which we did i mean we really course corrected we did some things that we needed uh, to fix and um uh, and we got that fixed and uh um our ball movement we had better pace we still got to be better in some of our cutting action but but, but, you know, with our <coughs> – with, Andy, with our, um, uh, you know, not letting it stick, uh, making I, – I was harping on this all the time, just hit singles. We don't need home runs. Hit singles. Hit singles. And so, um, you know, we had only six turnovers uh, for the entire game, and that was an outstanding number because Kentucky had over 20. I think they had 21 or 22.
2: Points off turnovers, you had 33. Kentucky had four. Yeah,
3: that's the big – that was the difference in the game right oh, there. Yeah. Um, so we really did a good job of valuing the ball, and I tell you what else: where we were p- very poor in our first two games, we were excellent or or high level to the to elite uh, in transition defense. And I tell you what: they averaged 15 offensive rebounds a game coming into the game. The only I think they only got six
2: was that, if I'm not mistaken. Their offensive rebounding percentage was 24 percent. They yeah. came in averaging 40 yeah. percent. Do you think the one three one zone coaxed them into a lot of long shots? which then resulted in long rebound attempts where maybe your size isn't as big a factor.
3: Yeah, I mean, and I just think our, our speed and our pace of our, you know, we were a little smaller, but we got we covered a lot more ground because we were just so fast and quick. And we were really good defensively. When you look at our um, the way we played, um, how much we got to spots, even sometimes our rules were not followed. Uh, but we covered up some mistakes based on our speed, quickness, and and the agility to do that. So. Um, It was a great, you know, listen, first of all, to beat Kentucky. um, That's a a big program, um, uh, big big for the program. Kentucky's sort of like the New York Yankees of college basketball, you know, if that makes sense. And then on top of it, I don't know if you knew this, um, it was the first non-conference, non-home game win for Georgia Tech against a ranked top 25 opponent. The last time that happened? I believe it was the Maui
2: Semis against Memphis when you were on the bench there?
3: It was against Memphis. Yeah. Georgia Tech beat Memphis with John Calipari as a head coach.
2: There you go. Now, you weren't yet on the bench at no, Memphis. No, no. It was in
3: 2006. Yes. I was at Arizona still at the time. Yeah. So, point being is um, – Doesn't happen often. Doesn't happen often. Last time was 2006. It's, uh, you know, 14 years later, but against the same head coach.
2: You also had a player who turned a lot of heads individually last night here into conference honor this afternoon. We'll break that down a little more after the break. Again, if you have questions tonight for Josh Pastor, jump on right now, 866-477-7020. Let's hit another timeout. Higher Regency Atlanta has rambling rates all season. Visit HigherRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTECH. Higher Regency Atlanta, a preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. More GT60 following these words on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
6: The great point guards are rare. They're true leaders with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that's second to none. There's one truck like that, Ford F-150. It's smart, powerful, and never backs down from the toughest jobs. That's why Ford F-Series has been America's best-selling truck 43 years straight. Learn more at buyfordnow.com or visit your local Ford dealer to score a great offer on F-150. Based on 2019 calendar year total sales. Court,
5: a part of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway Company is the nation's leading provider of transition services, including furniture rental for home and office, even furnishings, destination services, apartment locating, touring, and other services. With more than 100 offices, showrooms, and clearance centers across the U.S., operations in the U.K., and partners in more than 80 countries, no other furniture rental company can match Court's breadth of services and company-wide commitment to making a house a home, an office a great place to work, and an event a memorable celebration. For more info, visit Court.com.
1: Back with more after this time out. You're listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
2: Basketball season is here. That means it's time to load up on the best snacks and some delicious ice cold Coke for all your game day guests. Nothing tastes like everyone you love and everything you like coming together. Coca-Cola together tastes better. As we welcome you back to the season opening edition of GT60 tonight with Josh Pastner on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Georgia Tech fresh off the 79-62 win over Kentucky at State Farm Arena. What was it like coaching in an empty arena?
3: Well, I tell you what, um, uh, and I said this uh, too. So, Jose, this, this this will give you an example. Um, it was, first of all, it's strange. I love the electric atmosphere when there's a crowd and the fans and the the energy. Like when we were driving to State Farm yesterday, because the Saints were playing the Falcons, um, and you know, if that game was a normal pre-COVID, it, the streets would be packed, the restaurants the bars the 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 excitement in the air you could just you know it just was kind of dead if that makes sense because of the fact there wasn't you know very limited fans and then for our game obviously you'd have a lot of Georgia Tech fans come in you would have because we were originally supposed to play on November 27th day after Thanksgiving um and then you would you would have you know obviously all the Kentucky Big Blue fans and the electrifying just the atmosphere and so it's strange not having the fans I mean it's it's sort of like playing a private scrimmage at the local YMCA um, and um, um, so anyway I felt our first two games like you know I you know we all love Jose Alvarado and yesterday you know last night he was really good he was really really good and just his energy alone but I felt the first two games he did not play well and it wasn't yeah he had some stats and he hit some did some things but he didn't have the same energy Andy and um, I felt that he wasn't playing. He was like playing. I was like Jose. Who is this Jose? I, I, the cool, casual, cute. That's not you. You're the tough, hard-nosed guy that's gonna fight, scrap, kick, claw. You know, wrestle whatever you got to do to find a way to win. We're 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 winning is more important than breathing. And um, I mean, that's his mentality. So what I recognized, and we and he and I talked about this, because I kept saying BYOE, bring your own energy. And because I knew those first two games, I think it was shell-shocked for our guys not having that energy. With all that being said, Andy, is, um, um, you know, it's sort of like, because I was talking to Carl Ravitch, who did the game for uh, ESPN yesterday, and he does a lot of baseball. And, and he made a really good point to me. He says, you know, Coach – a lot of the baseball players didn't have as good of a year this year as they've had in the past some of the better players. And he said, and a lot of them told me, you know, and this is true with Jose, these, like he said a lot of these baseball players are entertainers. Athletes are entertainers. You feed off the crowd. And I said, I was thinking about that, that's Jose jose is a guy that loves to dive in the first row and 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 high five and hug the fans or or hit the 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 padding on the on the goal you know after he has a great play or you know he loves going around and 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 you know high five in the student section he's an entertainer yes he's a very good basketball player he plays his tail off um uh but 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 he loves to entertain in that way and so i think that affected so he so so I, and that's why yesterday he was back to his own way. And I told him, you've got to just in your own mind, generate that own energy. And you can see in that one play he had against, I think it was Terrence Clark, in um, the first half, and he was pounding his chest after he got a, mm-hmm. a steal from him. So um, um, yeah, so so that is that's the deal. And um, um, uh, was really uh, was really proud of him. And that's gonna be the key moving forward is he's got to continue to stay with that energy. So it is different. It is awkward um uh, we prefer to have the fans i mean who doesn't um and um uh, but it was a you know we got to this is how it's going to be the rest of the year at nebraska on wednesday there are no fans going to be in the building so you got to byoe bring your own energy and um and you're to and you got to circulate it within your own f- mind within your own you know mentality and um um you know find a way
2: to get it done 7.15, by the way, the tip time in Lincoln on Wednesday for your Jackets in Nebraska in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Tech, of course, handled Nebraska when they came to McCamish last year. You had an ACC Player of the Week honor bestowed upon Moses right today, coming off 21.7 rebounds, three blocks against Kentucky. He was the best low post player on the floor last night. Why do you think Moses can be more effective at the five than the four where he's played most of his first three seasons?
3: He's played a little five last year um, as well, too. But
2: um, He played all five yesterday. Yeah,
3: he, no, I'm saying last year. He played yeah, a yeah. Little, there was times when James was in foul trouble or, or wasn't playing well. We put him at the five, But um, James Banks. But, um, yeah, he played five all day yesterday. And, and you know who else played a little five for us? was Jordan Usher. Mm-hmm. Um, but we played small, and Moses is really good. He's got a great feel. I mean, look, from where he came from to where he is now um, – uh, it's just, it's it's really amazing. I mean, Andy, he was a two-star recruit. He was, um, uh, uh, you know, his his freshman year we could we couldn't even put him in the game, and now he's become in in uh, you know one of the better guys in the league. And I'm just extremely proud of him. His development, he's continued to get better. He's he hasn't stopped working, and he's got a really good feel. And he's had three, you know, even though. Now the first game he had a poor first half. He didn't have a good first half versus Georgia State. Second half he was better, but he's he's been he's been consistent with his production, and I'm really proud of him for, to get that award um, uh, today. And so uh, uh, that that was great for for Moses. I also want to say this, Michael Devoe, <clears throat> and I know he's not shooting the ball well right now, and he and, and the ball will fall. He just needs a couple to go through so he sees it through because he can really score. And and all summer. And, I mean, he's worked his his rear end off. I mean, he's worked. Uh, he's put the time and effort in. And and he and there was times in practice during shooting drills, man, he was just making every three. But I will say this. Yesterday, in Georgia State, I think he had 24 or 26, and he, but he took on, you know, whatever, about the same number of shots. So it was, it was not an efficient game. Um, he didn't play well. Didn't have great body language, I thought on, versus Mercer, he played hard defensively, but was too focused and locked in on his offensive game, and didn't shoot the ball well, didn't really play well. I thought yesterday, versus Kentucky, Michael DeVoe played his best game of his career.
2: Despite scoring no points. I, best game
3: of his career. He played the best he's ever played, in my, in my opinion. His floor game, his ability to find the open man, him making the right read offensively, him him being able to come up and defend and and have those defensive rebounds and guard and do what we needed to do on both ends of the floor well, he was just an awesome floor general and I'm so proud of him and I know it's not easy when you're a when you're a scorer um and you're not making shots it can it can wear on you it can affect you it can affect your psyche, but I really he, he had great body language yesterday. He and I talked about that. He had great body language, and he's going to come out of it. I mean, look, he's going to end up uh, getting hot here soon. Uh, he's too good of a shooter, too good of a player, but he yesterday he was phenomenal in all different areas of the game, Andy, um, just with his floor general, uh, finding the open man, making the right reads, five assists, one turnover. I thought he was really good defensively. And we were good. Now I also want to say this, Bubba Parham. Oh gosh, Bubba Parham. Kentucky
2: I, fans do not want to no, see any
3: more no, Bubba. Bubba Parham. No, they're done with they're done with Bubba. But I was like, Bubba has. And I told Bubba, I said, Bubba, you got to be an ACC guard, man. You can't beat some. I mean, I said first Georgia State, you're driving in there, you get the ball. I said we don't do that in the ACC. So um, um, Bubba has been. He played great yesterday as well, too. Just a really good win. I'm telling you, great win for the program great bounce back you know anytime you're when when you lose two games like we did even though i try to tell people look this isn't normal i wasn't doing practicing with contact i mean zero i mean it's not normal no practicing with no contact and practicing that is not um normal at all it's 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 odd and awkward uh and it doesn't get you ready to play you can't play high level defense without it so, um, to, but anyway, after those two games, you know, the sky is, is you know, pink uh, or yellow or green, it's not blue, and the earth is flat, not round. Um, and so the sky's falling at the same time. And so for us to be able to, you're on the ropes, I told our guys, you're on the ropes, you've gotten punched in the nose twice. What are we going to do? You're either gonna to decide to lay down on the couch in a fetal position and continue to take punches, or you're going to on the ropes, and the only way I know how to get off the ropes is you're going to kick, claw, fight, scratch, you know, leg sweep, whatever you've got to do to get off the ropes to give yourself a fighting chance to, to get back into the fight, into the
2: match. And that was certainly the case, particularly in the second half yesterday as Georgia Tech clobbers Kentucky 79-62 next up. Wednesday night in Lincoln to take on Nebraska in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. 715 the tip off. We'll have our network airtime at 6:30. We'll hit another timeout. Before that, though, we remind you Georgia Tech Trust Cleanwell to protect the athletic program from COVID, and you can too. CDC approved COVID killer. Check them out at Cleanwell.services today. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra, and we'll have more GT60 for you. After this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. <laughs>
6: Sir, you're now being placed on arrest for driving under an influence. What does that mean? That means you burned a night in the Bar Motel. During your
1: stay, you'll be photographed, fingerprinted, and given a stylish jumpsuit. And each room has an in suite bathroom. Is all this
6: free? Oh, no. Fines, court costs, and legal bills could add up to $10,000 or more. Save your money for
3: a real hotel. Drive sober, or we will pull you over. This message brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety.
0: These days, I'm spending a lot more time at home, which means I need ways to easily control my comfort. And here's an insider tip. If you're a Georgia Power residential customer, you may be eligible for up to a $75 instant rebate on a smart thermostat. Here's how. Georgia Power's online marketplace features thermostats from brands like Google Nest, Honeywell, and Ecobee, as well as a variety of LEDs and smart home products like smart speakers, Wi-Fi routers, indoor cameras, and more. Just visit the site and start shopping. Shop now at georgiapowermarketplace.com. Shop now at georgiapowermarketplace.com. Marketplace.com
1: GT 60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia tech sports network from Learfield IMG college.
0: Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family-made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. Libman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Yellow Jacket fans, everyday life can do a number on your back, but relief is closer than you think.
5: The Joint Chiropractic, the official chiropractor of Georgia Tech Athletics. At The Joint, you never need an appointment or insurance, and we're open evenings and weekends. Visit any one of our 35-plus Atlanta-area locations today and receive our new patient special, including exam, consultation, and adjustment for just $29. To learn more, visit thejoint.com.
2: you back to gt60 with josh pastor on this monday night following tech 79 62 win over kentucky Full lines are open as always with coach pastor 866-477-7020 if you're looking for the official face coverings for your georgia tech yellow jackets then look no further visit foco.com now and get the gear the team wears foco.com has the official face coverings of georgia tech athletics so head on over to foco.com to shop these and many more officially licensed georgia tech products Foco.com, F-O-C-O.com, and find something for the special Yellow Jackets fan on your list. Go Foco and go Jackets. Coach, how have you been adjusting to coaching in uh, a polo shirt and slacks? You're normally a coat and tie guy.
3: Yeah, you know what? The um, ACC coaches had voted on the coach in polo and slacks uh, because they took it from the effect of the, uh, uh, the NBA, what the NBA did, but... I'd like coaching in the shirt and tie. I don't, you know, that way. I, I it was kind of nice getting dressed up in tie and and all that. So I actually like, didn't mind coaching in a coat and tie. Um, but did you I don't. One,
2: did I, I know they took this to a vote in the summer. Were you one of the dissenting votes?
3: I, well, there there was 14, <laughs> you know, eyes. You know, like I'm I'm sure. for it. And I just kind of when I saw that, I said, okay, me too. You know, it was one of those things. Okay. So um, I didn't I didn't push back on it because I didn't think I was. I I would I I'd, I'd fight a different battle um that battle wasn't gonna be because all the other coaches say polo slacks polo slack mm-hmm. so um uh so and i'm still the youngest guy in the league by the way you know of all the head coaches the, i don't know if you know this, this is my 12th year as a head coach every year since i've been a head coach in every conference i've coached in every, for all the tw- every year i've coached i'm the youngest coach in the league uh believe it or not so um i'm hoping i can continue to stay that that's good for me that's for my you know streak, yeah. yeah 12 years i've been the youngest guy in the league every year i've coached in, in whatever league i'm in so um but uh yeah uh uh so it's been it's been fine and um um uh you know you when you're in your coat and tie you sweat a lot more you know because you're just you know running up and down the sidelines so you don't sweat as much in this and um but yeah, so it's fine. It is what it is, and it's it's been it's been good. There's there's with no fans in there, you know, it just you know, it's kind of a uh, the weather in the within the arenas are it's cool. You know, mm-hmm. when I say cool, not like cool like, you know, uh, cool as a cat, but cool as in you know the air condition is blowing or whatever. So, um, you know, you just I guess it is what it is.
2: How does it affect the on-court communication with you trying to bark out an offensive play or a defensive set? When, well, with so few fans, or yeah, in Sunday's no, case, no fans. No no stance. fans.
3: Yeah, no, it's just you can. Every, you don't – everyone can hear you, and it's good because you wouldn't be able to hear you with the mask on if there was a normal crowd. So being able to – not having the fans in, that's the only positive. There's only one positive not having fans in is if you're wearing a mask, everyone should be able to hear you in the arena, uh, your own team, and what play to run because it would be hard if you had a normal fans and wearing a mask. I don't think we'd be able to hear you. But uh, – um, I'd prefer the other way and, and have the fans in there and and, and, and and even still wearing the mask and having them trouble hearing us. But in our first couple games, our first two games, I was doing timeouts like 10 feet apart. Guys were like, Coach, I couldn't even understand what you're saying, so I had to make that adjustment. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. Um, um, you know, making the adjustment of, of you know, adjusting – just on the fact alone of of who can be in the locker room, how your bench is sitting, where are you sitting at, the chairs. Um, it's just there's a lot of stuff that goes along with trying to stay all clear from COVID and, not, uh, and avoiding a 14-day shutdown.
2: A lot of things you have to think about this year that would barely even register. In, or an ordinary year. Uh, we saw a breakout game, if you want to call someone, three games into his, his tech career having a breakout. But Kyle Sturman Ooh. had no field goals against Georgia State or Mercer. He comes out and lights up Kentucky for 13 points in the second half. He finished with 15 for the game, 5 of 6 on the floor. What did he do so well yesterday, and what kind of niche can he fill, and in, in what was already a crowded backcourt?
3: Yeah, you know, Andy, um, <clears throat> what I would tell you is uh, – <clears throat> What I would tell you with Kyle, I've, I've been hard on Kyle because when he came here, he, he, he didn't stick his nose in there and come up with those guard, hard nose guard rebounds. Um, I've been tough on him, and um, and and I told him, he, and he's got really good speed. And, and, look, it's not easy. Your first two games you don't play uh, or very limited minutes, should I say. Um, you're from hometown Atlanta. Uh, you know, everyone's – you know, asking about you and all this. And I know that's not easy. Uh, but what I would tell you, though, is is um, uh, Andy is the fact, just the fact that that I was really proud of how he responded because he had that first play in the first half when I put him in and I subbed him right out because he just he – he played very indecisive, didn't have any aggressive mentality. And I said, come here, you're out. And I said, I'm giving you one more chance. Either go in and play your tail off and compete, battle – Play like you belong in the ACC, or we'll just try you another game. And you know what? I put him back in, and he competed. He played his tail off. He belonged in the ACC. He looked really good. He helped us. I mean, he helped us flat out win the game, and uh, was really, really proud of him. Um, and um, you know, he continues to get better. We got to stay on him, um, and and I'm I'm proud of him. And so, and he got and he and he and he competed. There was a there was a time where he Olivier Sar. There was a switch. Moses went on on a guard who was kind of in a broken play within transition. Olivier Saar, uh rolled down to the block. And what uh, Kyle got around him and competed and tried to front him and was fighting him and, 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 and had competitive excellence. And, man, he didn't have that, you know, when we got him here. And so to see him do that yesterday was great. And then when the shot was up, him cracking back, having guard rebounding, um, sticking his nose in there, one of our things I, I talked about as our team, and we do this thing, it's called signing the bubble. So there's a bubble that we put in the rim um, that, that that eliminates the ball actually going through. It helps you work on rebounding. It's called the bubble. Well, one of our things I always talk about for this year, because one of our big deals is the seven-kill board.
2: Getting, which you had seven kills yesterday. Which we had seven
3: yesterday. Me. We had zero, or we didn't have near seven on either game the first two games. So are, that's everything reflects on the kill board, but I'm, I have the bubble board is now called. Now I had the cha- I had the kill board. I got the championship motor board, CMB, championship motor board. Those are any 50-50 ball wins, um, charges. You get to put your name, face, and you put it you you put it right on top of there. But the bubble board, the bubble board is you get to sign the bubble if if um, the guards get six defensive rebounds in a game. If the front court guys get four offensive rebounds, or in either guy gets a total of ten, so if the front so the front court can get eight defensive that doesn't get them to sign the bubble, they got to get a, a total of ten or four offensive. The guards they've got to get six defensive or a total of ten. So, um, yeah, so we're really harping on that about guard rebounding, sign that bubble. If you sign that bubble, that means you stuck your nose in there and you come up with hard nose rebounds.
2: I look forward to Bubba signing the bubble board.
3: Yes. There's I'd
2: like, like to be there for that. He,
3: he's he's on that championship motor board a lot because he's taking charges left and right.
2: Well, like we said, Kentucky uh, is glad to no longer have to face Bubba Parm after his 17-point performance yesterday. Most of these dropped in in the Georgia Tech uniform and in three career games against the Wildcats. He also played one at VMI. He is 15 of 26 from three. Also had five assists, no turnovers in that win over the Wildcats. We'll take another timeout. If you have a question for Coach Pastor, Twitter is open as well at your disposal. Just use the hashtag GT60. As uh, we remind you that no matter your favorite game day food, it'll pair perfectly with a Coke together taste better. We'll also break down the next game day for your Yellow Jackets, which is coming up on Wednesday night in Lincoln, Nebraska. Plenty still to discuss here on GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
4: Today tastes like movie night. Okay, who's trying is it to choose? And everyone's favorite hit, pizza and Coke. Today tastes like front row seats for all. Like cushions and popcorn. And counting the seconds. Today tastes like a slice of the action. Hey, the light. Like we belong here and now. <laughs> and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better.
6: Even before the victory celebration is over, great teams are back at it the next day, working to get even better. The team at Ford understands how hard work and dedication pay off. Over the last 30 years, Ford Explorer has been America's best-selling SUV. In fact, all Ford SUVs, like Explorer, Escape, and Edge, are built for victory. Score a great offer today at your local Ford dealer. Based on total cumulative OEM reported U.S. sales for all SUVs from calendar year 1990 through calendar year 2019.
1: Back with more after this time out. You're listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
6: Follow the. Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from Inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799.
2: tonight. We are in basketball season and that can only mean one thing. GT 60 with Josh Pastner, our season opening edition for your Yellow Jackets who uh, are back on the floor Wednesday when they take on Nebraska for a second straight year in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Tip off 7:15 We'll be on the air with our network pregame at 6-30. Uh, Coach, we did not see Rodney Howard, Saba Gigi Berea as you downsized yeah. and went with your shortened rotation versus Kentucky. That being said, what would you work on with Rodney and Saba during the 8 day layoff and And uh, what do you think they learned from their first three games as they grow into this season?
3: Yeah, I'm glad you brought those two guys up, Saba and and Rodney. Uh, Look, I'm big fans of both those guys. They're going to be really good. Um, They're both young. I mean, Rodney is, you know, because the NC2A has given the guys a year back, um, you know, that um, so Saba's a freshman, Rodney's a sophomore. They both retain their same, you know, eligibility year even next year they're going to be good bigs they just got to get better it's just going to take some time it's not going to happen overnight they got to get they got to understand the pace and the speed of the game uh the, you know my thing now that we're able to do contact we'll, we got to spend time on individual workouts we got to get them better we got to improve them so they are ready to play um and hopefully they can give us up when we get into the acc play but they both just got to get better but i am fans on both guys i think both guys got a chance to be really good
2: mm-hmm. yeah that, that, that they didn't play yesterday was, has nothing it, it has not, not nothing. Of no no, of no 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 they're, you they're good
3: that. young bigs and i really like jordan mecca now jordan mecca is going to be out the rest of the year he's going to have an uh, He's he's got a back issue uh so he's not going to be able to play the rest of the year um so he'll be out but so those three guys jordan mecca uh, Saba and Rodney are good bigs. They're good young bigs that will be good in time and through development. Tristan Maxwell has not played. Today was his first day. He played three-on-three three in practice. He had a foot injury this summer playing pickup basketball back at home. And um, so he's been, you know, he and he and, and he's a very talented player. He was a player of the year in the state of North Carolina last year. But he's, got, he's just out of shape. He's way out of shape. It's going to take him a couple of weeks before he can even think about getting back onto the court full time because he's just going to take that time to get into shape. But, but he's another good shooter, good guard. So I'm excited to see how he gets going in practice here. He did some, like I said, half-court, three-on-three con- contact stuff today. And uh, we'll see how, how that progresses. So I like our group um you know we we're we're and and you're right you know listen i played seven guys yesterday and andy you know me well enough you've covered me enough i'm, I'm a guy that plays less than i do more i'm more just playing um you know i'm i you know i probably usually keep it to a seven man rotation mm-hmm. sometimes i get to eight but the reality is i'm at seven so we'll just see how things go and and, and continue to try to play well we got a tough game on wednesday versus nebraska um you know, they're a really good Big Ten team, and they're different from the team that we played last year. They're very well coached and got a lot of good players, and um, so we'll have to be really good, and we'll see how that how the flow of the game goes with that.
2: Yeah, let's break down the Cornhuskers after our final timeout, Nebraska 3-1. and one, uh, When they take the floor against you on Wednesday, it'll be their first game in eight days. They had a scheduled game versus Florida A&M on Sunday, uh, postponed but the Huskers 3-1 uh, coming off Fred Hoyberg's first season in Lincoln in which they finished 7-25. Like he said, a lot of turnover with their roster, but they did get older and a lot, very skilled from a scoring standpoint, particularly in the backcourt. It is GT60. We'll wrap things up in just a moment on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
1: GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
5: Tech fans, come check out what everyone's been talking about. Grindhouse Killer Burgers was voted Atlanta's best burger by Creative Loafing for five years running, featuring beef, turkey, veggie, and the all-new Impossible Burger. Choose sides such as onion rings, award-winning chili, fresh salads, and indulge in our milkshakes, including our famous boozy shake. Visit our five locations throughout Metro Atlanta, which include dozens of local craft beers, wine, a full liquor bar, tons of patio seating, and TVs playing sports and cult movie classics. Live fast, eat well. Grindhouse Killer Burgers.
0: Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at the Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family-made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. Libman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics.
1: More after this time out. You're listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
6: Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799.
2: Before we preview Nebraska, let's get you a Coca-Cola ACC refresher. This is the week of the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Georgia Tech facing Nebraska on Wednesday at 7.15. The action begins tomorrow. Purdue is at Miami. Boston College travels to Minnesota. Ohio State versus Notre Dame in South Bend. North Carolina is at Iowa. Virginia Tech plays host to Penn State. Syracuse travels to Rutgers. And uh, one of the marquee pairings in this year's ACC Big Ten Challenge, is Illinois take on number 10 Do A couple of postponements that were announced within the last 24 hours. Both games were scheduled for Wednesday. North Carolina State and Michigan is off. So is Louisville at Wisconsin. But the other action alongside our game Wednesday, Clemson takes on Maryland. That's at Little John. Northwestern uh, takes on Pittsburgh. It's a home game for the Wildcats. Virginia is home for Michigan State and Florida State welcomes in Indiana. All right, Coach, let's break down the uh, Cornhuskers of Nebraska led by Fred Hoiberg former head coach of Iowa State, former head coach of the Chicago Bulls. He has them at 3-1. and one. Uh, They've turned the uh, roster over quite a bit from last season, as one would expect, but utilizing a couple of transfers to get them boosted in the backcourt. Teddy Allen averaging 19 points per game, led uh, all of junior college in scoring last year. They've also got Trey McGowans, whom Georgia Tech fans might be familiar with. He played his first two seasons at Pittsburgh. How did the Cornhuskers like to get it done offensively?
3: Yeah, no, look, Coach Hoiberg's a really good basketball coach. He's been the head coach of the Bulls, Uh, was very successful at Iowa State. Obviously, he's doing a great job at Nebraska. Uh, you know, they're they're a very good team. They got a lot of transfers. When he was at Iowa State, uh, Andy, he, he, he kind of lived out the transfer market and was very successful, kind of doing the same thing here at Nebraska. Um, and uh, what I would tell you is they usually have at all times five guys on the floor that are skilled, guys who can dribble, pass, and shoot it. Um, you, know, he, he's, you know, he's an NBA guy, uh, Coach Hoiberg, and they run a lot of quick hitters, uh, quicken the clock. They're not going to just grind you out and keep it in the forties. They want to play high pace and high scoring. And he runs good actions. And we'll have to be at a high level uh, defensively uh, against this really good team. And um, um, and so um, and like I said, you, you mentioned the Allen kid, who's 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 averaging about nineteen. But just it, it's not as much about um, one player for them. What I like to say with with Iowa State. Uh, Andy, it's about um, personnel and situations. Personnel and situations—that's what it's about. Because he really tries to get you in some matchups, where um, you know they can try to create some mismatches. So everything with him is going to be about personnel and and, and uh, matchups uh, or personnel and situations. And so we're going to have to be really good in transition defense. Um, th- They're starting point guards, about a 6'9 kid.
2: Yeah, Delano Banton. Yeah,
3: I- I'm glad um, did you know me of names. So, um, uh, another s- transfer, by the way, yeah, he comes to come Western Kentucky. Yeah, so, so we're going to have to be at a high level. We'll be ready to play. Um, there's BYOE, Andy. Bring your own energy because I- I've never been to Nebraska. I haven't been to Lincoln. I hear it's a beautiful arena, but there's going to be no one in there
2: you you won the game last year versus nebraska without jose 56. alvarado without jose what michael devoe was really good that game he was outstanding in that game but how did you how were you able to throttle them defensively
3: well i think you know we, we did we guarded the three really well against them um and uh michael really just put us on his back and he and i you know he and moses right played very well that game uh i know michael had, had you know just was able to score and so um, you know, we guard the three. We did a nice job in transition defense. We're going to have to be great in transition defense versus, versus them. And, 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 again, it's going to come down to really taking care of the ball. We had six turnovers against Kentucky. You got If you can keep in that margin of six or less, you're giving yourself a great opportunity uh, for success to put yourself in that position because in the end um, you know I don't, I don't care what what sport you play it's all about taking care of the ball and not giving not giving extra possessions to the other team
2: yes or no i know it was a mild trip down the road to state farm but was there a gas station trip after the win last night
3: we we wanted to go to the gas station but
2: they we got nixed because of covid Okay, we're go gonna on. we're gonna figure out another option to, to do something else. We we're we're gonna do something else different. Got to got to dangle that carrot, no question. Coach, go get him on Wednesday. Thank you, Andy. He's head coach Josh Pastor for our network engineer Miller pulp I'm Andy DeBattres, saying so long. Thanks for listening to GT60, everyone.
1: been listening to GT60 live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tune in each week throughout the year to get the latest on Yellow Jacket athletics. Tonight's show has been brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Drive sober or get pulled over by Coca-Cola. No matter what your favorite game day food, it'll pair perfectly with a Coke. Together, tastes better. And by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Visit us at georgiapower.com. Com slash community power on Georgia GT 60 is a Learfield IMG college presentation of the Georgia tech sports network.